Coming up, we have our latest installment of Drinks Around the World, uh, which includes the Yacht Club, the Beach Club, and the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. Coming up on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 655 for the week of October 22nd, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney, and Disney Cruise Line vacations. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged, everyone, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio here in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Dustin West, filling in this week for Pete Werner, who is currently cooking and, and running around like a madman, getting ready for everything, cooking some delicious foods. Um, but uh, <laughs> also, I know, it's weird. Also here at the table with me is John Magi, Kevin Close, Sean Thompson, Corey Martin, and back in the production nook, we have our associate producer, Craig Williams, who again <laughs> looks very sad, very sad to be here. Yeah. Well, again, you should be a Tower of Terror bellhop. I think you'd yeah. be good at that. Uh, I'll just quit my job here. And go work at Disney. <laughs> just stare at just people blankly. Well, again, like we, uh, like I said, we have our uh, our latest edition of the uh, drinks around the world, and this this week we're focusing on yacht, beach club. Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, this is the fourth one we've done. The first one was the monorail crawl around um, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and the Contemporary. Then we moved over and did, um, on the second one, we did Downtown Disney. Right. And then the last one was the Boardwalk. Where we went from ESPN all the way to Jelly Rolls. And we decided to kind of group Yacht and Beach up with Swan and Dolphin, because Swan and Dolphin has a wonderful nightlife, in my opinion. So... We all got a room at the, the Swan and Dolphin, which is one thing that I was really looking forward to about this set, because yeah. all the other ones, we, like Boardwalk, we had a room at the Contemporary, but we still had to get from Boardwalk to the Contemporary, and Pete was the DD that night. So I was looking forward to this, because we can just go back to our room. We, uh, we started about 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock, and we, we all met at the Lobby Lounge bar at the Dolphin, that wasn't one of our stops, but right. we stopped there and met and had a drink. It's it's not a it wasn't really a destination for the night, and it's the only one that I took notes at. <laughs> we started the night very it started, detailed. It started fading off real fast. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, before we get uh, too much further along, I've actually put together a video of some of the experiences uh, we had that evening. Um, so, uh, and to see. say I'm nervous about this is an understatement. We, we love these videos where we. We make fun of our Our mics be on or off? Can I make comments or is it our mics going to be oh, off? Oh, no. Um, what? <laughs> Should we he keep them on? dreaming about his Tower of Terror bellhop job. Well, oh, how smart I'll look in my outfit. I think it's a great idea to actually. Let's well, John wants to know if he can swear or not. Oh. We can keep them on. They can hear our laughter you. or whatever. All right. Okay. We so here, it? yeah, here's the video. At one point, Pete wanted you all to have matching shirts when you did this. <laughs> yeah. I do not want I've that. never felt prouder. <laughs> no. I really haven't. Please do not identify yourselves. When you <laughs> I didn't even know we were being videoed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, that was it. That's all we really have to say. I have a question. What do, what do people do when they see you taping at a bar? 
Did the bartender say anything like? Well, you know the. It's, it wasn't as obvious this time because most of us just had our phones. So any photos we were taking, we were using our phones. It's not like we all had DSLRs with us where it's real obvious. You had a, a, a big contraption with right. you. Yeah, when I'm doing the video, I use a DSLR. So, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not like a, a big camera with microphones all attached yeah. to it and everything. So, you know, usually what we do is we just end up taking photos or videos of the drinks themselves we try to avoid getting you know other people yeah. in the shot so it, it never really ends up being but we don't really get asked a lot of questions yeah. well at um blue zoo actually the bartenders were making sure that they dress the drinks up as nice yeah. as possible and didn't you know yeah. like do a sloppy job on it because they knew that we were doing it especially right. so yeah they usually embrace it yeah. it's it's nice yeah. it was good so um you know, from the video, you can tell our stops. Uh, the first one was the Cruise Cup Lounge at the Yacht Club. <laughs> I didn't realize I was in your shot, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first one was the, the Cruise Cup Lounge at the Yacht Club. Um, in my opinion, I think this is uh, one of the lounges on property that's uh, a hidden gem. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, because it's attached to the Yacht Club, and it, it's it's a small um, place, but it's not... It's not overcrowded. It's right. not uncomfortable. It's really dark and dim, sim- similar to the um, the same decor as the yacht club. It's a it's a great it's a great place to wait if you have a reservation at the Yachtsman uh, Steakhouse. I just say it's usually the place where when you have your little beeper and you're waiting to be seated, they say go have a drink over there. But you can it's it can also be a destination, a last minute destination. It doesn't serve typical bar food. You can actually there are a lot of great things on the menu you can get here. The reason why we started here is because we wanted to get some food in our system before we did this right. this night. Um, and like I said, there's a, a nice selection of appetizers from five to thirteen dollars. There's um, clam chowder, crab cakes, and the crispy onion arrangement. That's what we had. We all shared that. And it then, was an arrangement too. Yeah, it was. Really fancy. It is. Have you had it? No, but I think the name's very fancy. Oh, it had like <laughs> green onions, red onions, sweet onions. Onion it arrangement. was an arrangement. It was an edible arrangement. The uh, in addition to the appetizers, they also have full entrees ranging from eleven to twenty seven dollars. The um, Cabernet braised short rib, which I had, it just was incredible. It just fell apart when you touched it. They also have a sirloin steak, New England style lobster sliders. Now that's that's the food. There's a, a nice selection of food here. Their specialty drinks you find here are going to be similar to what you find everywhere on property. Like the basic menu. It's, it's that preset. the glotinis and everything that you see. I had but, a uh, ultimate Long Island iced tea, which I don't know if that's around everywhere. Else. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really it, like good. places like this, you need to ask them if there's a specialty drink. Usually it'll be for the day, but if I, if I was to go here, I would choose from the wine, because you can also choose from the wine list they have at um, Yachtsman. Yachtsman. They won't give you that book, but if you ask for it, they will. So that's a nice, um, a nice addition to the drinks they offer. So here we had, I think we shared like two bottles, three bottles of wine. I'm not sure, but... I think there were two. Yeah. Two. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so we, we started with wine. It was very, uh, very low-key. Um, and the, right after we left here, we went to uh, Martha's Graveyard. Uh, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard over at the, uh, the beach club. We weren't really excited about this. It's, in my opinion, it's, it's just drab. It's just a boring lounge. It's, there's no energy it's just it was pretty is small located? is that in the is that it's, in the lobby oh, it's no. down the hall from cape may right uh, so okay. it's right off of the pool uh, if you're passing by beaches and cream like we were in the video um you'll it's that first door you walk into yeah um, you can easily walk right past it so it's not i don't a place think i've that, ever been in there it's right yeah. next to the event space there's kind of like this aerials 
themed event space in Beach Club, so it's right kind of adjacent to that. Oh, so it's kind of like for conventions, right? Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's right next to that. Yeah. And we we kind of had to uh, we like you were saying we kind of had to improvise in there. We didn't have any specialty drinks there. We had to talk no. with the bartender, and that's when we did our shots. Yeah, there was no there was you know there's no style in the place. There's no energy. So we we got in and pretty much took a shot and left. What do you think that is? Just the pool bar? Do you think that's just where they? Well, it's not water the, drinks at the pool. It's people, not the, that's where no, it's not the pool bar. It's just I don't know. It's just a it's, weird little lounge. It's, it's very like uh, airport hotel. Yeah. Um, lobby wow. bar. There are TVs, so they I put. I think it used to be part of Ariel's restaurant. It, so it, it might have been. Yeah. Was the waiting area for that restaurant when it was open? Yeah. It is. It's in an odd space. Uh, I don't know that the beach club actually has like the yacht club has a bar right off the lobby. Right. Yeah. I don't think the beach club no. does. It doesn't. I don't think that's the only place. But we we wanted to knock it out just to say we went to the beach club for a stop but you know it's it's not a place i would go if if you want that sort of environment i would go to the uh bellevue lounge at the boardwalk that sort of is that the one that's upstairs yeah. it looks like a library that really nice yeah if you oh, want yeah. something quiet you know low energy that's I, a good one i would have preferred honestly i would have preferred to go to beaches and cream if they had some options if they had a beer i think that's float. a good idea i don't know why they don't oh yeah <laughs> like rex said a beer float yeah beer float <laughs> yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, here they didn't um, they didn't have a lot of specialty drinks. Again, it's uh, typical Disney specialty drinks. So we each had a shot. It actually seemed like they had a limited uh, supply of things back there because I think we've asked for a couple things first, and he didn't have yeah right what what he needed. So limited supply of personality. That too. <laughs> it was a very old lady bar. I think. <laughs> well, I guess we were kind of skirting around that, but I'll just. <laughs> it was the 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 crowd there. It was crowded there, but it was groups of like. 30 40 somethings there for like convention or business yeah that's what that's the kind of clientele that was there's like business clientele everybody was so you're referring to 30 and 40 year olds as old ladies <laughs> no i was just saying <laughs> no, that. No, i wasn't talking about the actual clientele there i'm just saying like the decor and like okay, the yeah, feeling yeah. yeah i was talking about the people yeah it's supposed to it's supposed to represent like a new england summer home that's supposed to be the decor there I've never been in a New England summer home, so I don't know. A New know. England summer home on the, on the <laughs> compound. <laughs> Give me a New England <laughs> summer Kennedy drink. <laughs> Kennedy's. So we, um, our time there was pretty short. We did a kamikaze shot, um, typical, just lime juice, triple sec, and vodka. Um, my shot days were long done with, uh, with college, but anyway. So kind of like wrapping up on the yacht and beach Going back to what we were talking about in the previous news show uh, with Food and Wine Classic at Swan Dolphin, Yacht and Beach Club, I don't really see it as a um, as a destination for going out and drinking at night. Uh, no. Unless no. you're staying at that hotel and you don't want to go. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I mean, you're talking about, like you said, you're talking about a convention crowd. You're probably talking about guys after, you know, going to meetings and stuff, just yeah. looking for a place to go and have a drink. I don't think it's anything that's people go there to drink. Yeah. The, the, the whole purpose of this really is not to find that one destination spot where you go and you stay the whole night, but more if you want to, if you want to do that sort of bar hopping thing, you know, this, of course this is targeted towards adults. And yeah. if you, you know, if you just want to keep on moving, you know, you stop at a few spots and and go about your way. But yeah, I don't think like for me, Cruise Cup would be a destination to go have dinner, yeah. last minute dinner, and have a glass of wine. Stay there um, all night. If I was on vacation, stay there, no reservations. There are there are a lot of nice booths there. There are tables. There's one TV. Um, so I, I don't know if I'd go there to watch a football game unless they had my game on that one TV. Yeah. And there's also a nice view of the um, of the butcher. You know, chopping up all the meat. I, I could put, I could sit right there and watch that all night. 
But I, I think Cruise Cup definitely uh, would be a destination for that purpose. So after Martha's Vineyard, we, we went over to the, the Swan. We went to Il Molino, which, you know, I love Il Molino. I think it's, it's one of the nicest bars. It's very... Very modern it's, looking. Isn't yeah, it? it's very upscale and stylish and um, contemporary, but it's not, it's not modern and contemporary where it feels cold. It, I was, it, I was it, funny you said that because I was going to talk about how the bar itself was like really neat. So it was like this marble, and it, it actually was kind of cool temperature wise. It was, <laughs> it was nice, like the leaning on that bar. It was cool. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just really sleek and flat. It's a wide bar, so there's plenty of room for drinks and food, whatever you get. Um, but it's a nice place. It's very comfortable. It's a long bar it too. Is. So. And this is the only bar that does not have a TV. I didn't even think about that. Which, you know, we were forced to talk. Um, we do anyway. But, you know, so I think this is a good, this is a good date bar, a lounge or, um, you know, restaurant bar. The, because there's no TV, it's the, um, the bartenders were incredible. They, they answered any, all of our questions. They even made one of their specialty drinks towards the end of the night for us, which was the, um, <clears throat> let me see. The, the exact drink, but we started we started off with limoncello. I don't think we were supposed to shoot that. I wonder that, if this was yeah. the same limoncello that comes out of a label. Uh, it is it's their signature. Know. Yeah, <laughs> the the uh, the community pot of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> limoncello. I'm pretty sure it's just you know moonshine that they've made out back out of lemons and old. They just socks. put lemon zest in it. <laughs> um, and then we had champagne. <laughs> Craig's cracking up over there. Um, and then they like Corey said they had some signature drinks, and my favorite one was actually something called the Wits beer. Or sorry, the Wits End. Which I know Corey has a description of it, but it was, it was your fruity beer, wasn't it? It, was, uh, it wasn't too fruity. It had um, it's wit beer served over a mix of Jack Daniel's honey, oh, yeah, um, orange cool. juice, and fresh squeezed lemon. Yeah, so it was a little citrusy, kind of like more tart than it yeah. would be fruity and sweet, but it was very good for thirteen dollars. Now this is where you're going to find your specialty drinks, at Il Molino, and also Blue Zoo that we'll talk about in a little bit. But this is where you know you're going to get off that beaten path of every. Every bar, every lounge has the same exact menu with uh, maybe a few beers. Um, well, the good thing about these restaurants at Swan Dolphin, uh, Swan and Dolphin, is that they are like, not only signature restaurants as far as price point and cuisine, but they're they're individual restaurants that certain chefs have put together, and they they stand out amongst all the other restaurants, you know. And so, so does their drink selection as well. Yeah, I had the um, the dirty martini made with their olive infused vodka i'm a dirty martini fan and this was incredible basically chill and serve and they have blue cheese stuffed olives which i can just i can eat a whole plate of those but you know their, their specialty drinks range from 13 dollars. they also have a whole selection of uh, bellinis and then the specialty drink she made for us the testarossa redhead kettle one vodka grand marnier and cranberry juice muddled with strawberries and fresh basil leaves topped with ground pepper Mm. That was, you know, I was asking a question about it. She goes, I'll make you one. Let y'all try it. I'm like, that's nice. And the cracked pepper nice. seems so weird, but yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. We did have really good luck with our bartenders all throughout the night. Oh, yeah. They were all very helpful, very friendly. Aside from Martha's Graveyard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also order food here, too. They, the, the menu they offer is pretty, um, it's slimmed down more for the, uh, the bar, but it was very good. We had the uh, arancini. The meat, the meat stuffed, yeah, meat stuffed Italian rice balls over spicy marinara sauce, and I think we got a pizza or two. I mean, by this yeah. time we were just, we were just filling up on food and drinks. 
I don't know what pizza we got. Probably the uh, the margarita pizza. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, sixteen dollars. The uh, the appetizer was nine dollars. I mean, but they go up to uh, fourteen dollars. This is a like I said, this is a great a great date bar. I know Julie and I have been been there a few times. Yeah. Um, just sit at the bar, have a nice drink, and 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 order some appetizers. We were also, uh, as you saw in the video, uh, uh, Will Perry was with us that day. So we were also kind of celebrate, uh, celebrating him being in town, and we got a champagne toast while we were while we were there, which was pretty fun. Yeah, we were doing some mixing. Yeah, it's <laughs> not maybe, something I like to do too often. But maybe adding on. Yeah, it all ended fine. <laughs> yeah, it did. Escalated racist for some of us. It really escalated. You don't remember that, so I'm not really sure that. <laughs> fine. <laughs> So that was our third stop, and next we moved over to Todd English's Blue Zoo at the Dolphin. Now, in here, the, the decor, it's, um, it's very aquatic, uh, abstract, <coughs> you, lots, of, lots of blues, um, complimented, complimented with uh, orange, and there's a lot of silver. Like even the the fish you see in the background of the bar, it's all you know, all silver. It's very it's very contemporary where, and modern. Where Il Molino is really light and open feeling, this is it's almost the opposite. Almost yeah, the dark. opposite. It doesn't feel cramped and crowded, no. but it's just it's dark and the ambiance is really nice. Uh, I love the lighting. Like even under the yeah. bar, there's like cool blue lights and everything is just really. I don't know. It's and those candle orbs on the bar. They tasted delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a beautiful bar. It really is. I you know especially with the 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 base of the bar all all lit with that blue blue neon or whatever it is. But it's very vibrant there. But the bar itself is pretty dark. Just from taking the photos with an iPhone, it's it was very dark to to try to get a focus on that. Now there are um, you know you can. You can sit at the bar, and there's also booths that are in the same bar area. So you know, but those aren't part of the restaurant, I suppose. You don't have to have like a reservation or anything for that. No, I think I think the bartenders or there's a um, a server that you know does the also, bar. Yeah, okay. we, we we sat at the bar. Now they're really known for their drinks here. The um, I don't know if you have a picture of the burnt orange. Uh, there you go. Yep. The uh, the burnt orange drink is the one you see in the foreground. Um, it's this is this drink was actually a collaboration from the mixologist uh, at Blue Zoo and also their their head uh, their head pastry chef. Oh. And so the chef actually came up with a sugar that was um, a special sugar used to brulee the nectar on the on the orange. And so they they muddle that into the bottom. They top that with Grand Marnier agave nectar and a high end tequila, and then they put another orange on top of that and light it on fire. It's a pretty intense drink. It. It was more orange flavor than anything, obviously. But once the orange burned out, were you supposed to put it into the drink or take it out? I think we put it into it. Yeah, but I think it's your preference. I don't know. Okay. No, they said to um, put it in the drink. Yeah, that's how they recommended it. So I, I didn't get to experience these drinks, unfortunately. At this point, I wasn't too, I wasn't feeling too great. Yeah, they, so. the first the first group uh, went to sleep at this point. <laughs> that's because you started with the ultimate Long Island iced tea. Yeah, that's that's all downhill from that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Where'd you have that? You had that at uh, Cruise Cup? Cup? Yeah. Oh, man. It just piled on, man. Yeah. yeah. It was the mixing. The mixing wasn't, um, wasn't right. a good idea. But, you know, you're trying these specialty drinks. You can also order food from the, the menu here, too. But we were full at this point. But it's, a, it's an option. We've done that before. <laughs> full menu? Yeah. Huh? Are you guys finishing your drinks? Are you guys, like, 
down to the last drop. And then Unless we didn't on. like it, then we would finish it. So it's not just a tasting. I it's think at Blue Zoo, we ordered how many cocktails? About six <laughs> or seven? Yeah. And they were all finished, I think, except for one. I think Craig <laughs> argues we that. We tried them and passed them around Six a or bit. seven and all were finished is what you're well, saying. Yeah, not people. each, but just for all of us. We tried them all. Yeah, we had our favorites. Yeah. I didn't really like the burnt orange. I liked it. I, I'll be honest. I think Blue Zoo is one of the best places to get signature cocktails on property. Oh, completely. You, I remember that night you were saying it reminded you of Trader Sam's in that way. In that sense that they have these really unique drinks that you can't get anywhere else. Collect them all, right? Well, you, you, know, you can't steal the glasses. But, right. I mean, it, I think it's really cool. I think that I didn't know about this. And uh, to come here and see all these different drinks that you can get, it's a, it's a nice place to check out. There was the um, a drink on the video that, it w- that was smoking. Oh, yeah. That's that called really- the Smoking Sangria. That's um, red wine, creme de blackberry, creme de peach, ruby port, and seasonal juices. Juice is finished with a liquid nitrogen of added you know, for added chill. And so. I just have to say, please forgive me for these photos because <laughs> well, we were taking them with our iPhones. We were trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can see it. No, you can, yeah, you get it. what it is. Yeah, yeah. You get what it is. Now, I don't know which drink did you have? You, uh, we all ordered, you know, I, we all took a pick, but we, I actually forget the name of mine. It had something to do with Hollywood or something. And the name appealed to me. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was really good. I, I actually liked them all. You released your inner Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I don't think it was that Hollywood. I think it was more like 1940s Hollywood. Oh. I don't think <laughs> it wasn't like Lindsay Lohan. But now I think um, Craig had the one night in Mexico, it, which was again. Um, I can't wait to find out what's in this drink. <laughs> Surprisingly, that's not the first time. <laughs> that was um, hum liqueur. Of, I don't know what that is. Pomegranate juice, f- fresh lime, agave nectar. Mole bitters and habanero shrub. I have Served to tell you, I don't know what some of those ice. words even mean. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either, but you know. Hung liquor? Hum. 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 Hmm. And shrub. But that was one that was one of the ones that I think we all we all enjoyed the most. Yeah. Maybe because it was the only one they served um, like in a tall, very really chilled glass. I mean everything else was set on fire and <laughs> yeah. you know, smoking. <laughs> uh, I also know I'm it had a little bit of a kick to it with the uh, spiciness, and I know myself, you, and Sean all like going to get the um, jalapeno margarita. margarita. So we just we like kind of. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there was one that we hated, wasn't there? There was one that we all hated. I don't remember. It's the one that's one still full in this picture. It's, it's a red drink with like a, a, a lemon twist in it. I, I don't know which one that is. Yeah, we, we lined up our oh, drinks. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember really hating it. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but I think it, it, it wasn't. It had to do with the liquor in it. I think it was gin or. It was gin. And yeah. We were over gin. Uh, I'm not at a that gin point. fan. Yeah. yeah. Now, if, if I remember correctly. And I don't remember correctly, but um, <laughs> I, I remember it taking them quite a long time to prepare these drinks. Like, they're pretty involved. Yeah, they are. Not yeah. because they were slow or busy or anything. It was just because these drinks are so advanced to make. Yeah. I mean, it just took a while, the recipes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not mix and serve. They really are works of art. Yeah, that tells you how, how good they are and how proud of them they are. Oh, yeah. Are bartenders doing anything fun? Are they, like, throwing bottles in the air and spinning them? No, they're just lighting it on fire. They're just lighting it <laughs> yeah. on fire. <laughs> It was Coyote Ugly at Blue Zoo. Was it? Yeah, they were on the bar. I was thinking Tom Cruise, but... We, once, we, once we got to Il Molino, we had to... You know, time was just flying by. And yeah. we, had to, we had to find out when was the last call at Blue Zoo so we could make it there and order drinks and then make our way Before over. Before the escalator stopped yeah. running. Because <laughs> Kimono's was the only one open late that night. I right, think. so we, we kind of... 
went straight to Blue Zoo, and I don't know if it was last call, and you wouldn't know it's last call when we order all of these. You know, <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm sure you made them very happy. <laughs> these intense uh, I, drinks. I think we actually had a conversation about that. Wasn't there some kind of bigger group behind us? They were having dinner later, and so they ended up staying later for us or something? There yeah, was, they were waiting yeah. for a big group. and Yeah, there was a group of like 15 Japanese businessmen that walked in right at the last second, yeah. but they didn't even come all at once. They came like two people at first and then five and then they were just waiting for everyone to get there. Yeah, and it's the buddy system. Yeah. Yeah, so some of these places will stay open later. They said they all judge it on the convention that's in yeah. town if it's, you know, the occupancy. So it's really hard to judge how late you can go to some of these places, but you know, we, we asked at Il Molino and they kinda all run on the same schedule. Il Molino and Blue Zoo, you know, they're still waiting for the same people. The night the night we were there, it wasn't particularly busy in any of our locations, mm-hmm. but just just like any anything, one night it could be that, and then the next night it could be crowded, you know, with conventioners. Yeah, well, and that was we had dinner at Il Molino a week and a half ago, two weeks ago now, and I tried uh, to make another reservation for a Monday night, and they told us that there were none of the resort, the restaurants in either the Swan or the Dolphin or around the Boardwalk were available for Monday and Tuesday. There were thirteen thousand conventioners in oh time. My oh my god, a tech convention, and they said don't even come near the area. <laughs> They're the rowdiest people. I mean. Yeah. Those tech guys. IT. <laughs> what I like about El Molino, going back to El Molino, is they have an outdoor space. Oh, yeah. Like, you could take your drinks and go sit outside. So, I mean, because yeah. I'm not a sit-in-a-bar kind of guy. That's not my well, thing. And, and they have nice, um, like, they have two sets of low right. low couches with a, with a table right there. There are some high tops there, too, but you don't really have to sit at the bar and, you know, in both Zoo, elbows on the bar. Can you sit at thing. a table in Blue Zoo? Because I think it's just the bar, right? Yeah, there are booths. Well, there are those the booths. That, booths. That's the, Right is that there. food or is that for the bar? Well, it's um, you, you can get food at the bar. It's but the, the booths we're talking about are in the bar area, and you don't. I from what I understand, you don't need a reservation. That's just like going to a, okay. yeah. going to a bar and they'll. There's have a also way. like a, a set of booths up behind that, also, isn't there? Yeah, where they have musicians. Yeah, um, they have a guitar I think player. They use that a lot so. for private events. Mm-hmm. See, I order food at bars a lot. Like if I'm by myself and just you know killing time, I'll I'll sit and order food because I'm not going to sit at a table by myself. I'd rather sit at a bar by myself. Right. If it doesn't. Food, drink, cell. I can at least talk to somebody game. constantly, or sit next to everybody else with their, on their iPhones. <laughs> Corey's having a me party. <laughs> just to go back to what you were saying, John, I I, I agree with you. Adam Il Molino, there's this courtyard right off the mm-hmm. uh, right off the uh, bar, which is really nice. And now that the weather is. Uh, becoming a little more tolerable, that would be a, a really cool place to hang out uh, later at night. Also, I mean, this is certainly not in my wheelhouse at all, but they have a cigar um, hum- humidor where you can get cigars and you can sit outside and smoke a cigar. That's certainly a- nothing that, that's at El Molino. Huh. Hmm. Something that I would never do, but if you were yeah. into it. It's definitely much. upscale. You, you can tell the second you walk in, you know, with those big, huge, oversized wooden doors that, yeah. that just open. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not like overly so. Like you can feel, you would feel comfortable. Like I was just wearing, I think shorts and a yeah. We were all theme park gear, yeah. You know, yeah. We were we were underdressed at the next place. <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> um, after Blue Zoo, we we decided to end the night at Kimonos. Um, I love Kimonos. I love the I love the the sushi there. I think it's one of the best areas on property. For sushi, there's a nice selection of rolls and sashimi and nigiri. There's just a nice selection of sushi there, and you know the price point isn't too crazy. 
And they actually have the chef there rolling it fresh. Yeah, you, yeah, you walk in and there's the, uh, the sushi bar right to your left and there's a full bar all the way to the back with one TV. If you go any place that serves sushi and there's not a chef rolling it fresh, leave. <laughs> Run. Yeah, if, if it comes in a little plastic container like they serve at Publix. Well, that's okay, but even there's a sushi chef at Publix. Yeah, and right, exactly. If it comes out of the back room and you can't yeah. see somebody making it, don't stay. We're okay. talking about this at the Food and Wine Classic. We had the sushi there. And we, that's where the restrooms were. And we looked inside. We've never eaten there. We're going to give it a try. It really is good. We, we got there about quarter to 12. And, of course, last call for sushi was at 12. So we were, you know, we were jotting that stuff down on a little, on a little paper to hand it to her as fast as we could. So we ordered, we ordered a few rolls, mm. um, you know, and some, some sashimi. I thought it was great, as always. I don't even think we were hungry. But. I was just going to say that. Th- looking back on it now, why did we order food? I don't. I will never go to a sushi place and not order sushi. So it's just a <laughs> it's, must. Yeah, it's kind and of I won't long. order one thing. It's just my hand won't allow it. Yeah. Uh, kimonos is it's very lively at night, it, but this also depends on uh, on the group that's in town. This night I I named it uh, corporate karaoke. <laughs> there must have been about fifty. 50 corporate guys, just head to toe, suit, all dressed, um, singing karaoke. And, you know, here we are, just pretty much in the middle of it. It was actually <laughs> awful. <laughs> it was our least favorite of the night, if it wasn't for the sushi. No. But the, the venue itself, is a, it's a really nice bar area. And, and it can be fun if you're in the right crowd for uh, karaoke. I like karaoke. I really do. I, it's nothing against karaoke. This was just overwhelming with... The number of dorks and suits singing <laughs> awful karaoke. Yeah, they they weren't good at all, and I felt bad because there was these probably four girls that were going up in pairs, and they were just kind of switching off back and forth yeah. on who was going to sing. And then these businessmen just came in like all together at once, hundred fifty, whatever. And so all of a sudden, it was just them singing, and they and all think they're Mariah Carey. They were all awful. <laughs> they really <laughs> were really bad. I, I hate it's, to it's, name it's complete names. entertainment, though. I mean, oh, especially it, after a night of drinking. Was it just, funny, awful, or was it just no like, annoying? Yeah, yeah, there's a difference. It's like sometimes businessmen who think they're Mariah Carey sound like fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the one guy in particular that I was just disgusted with, he got up there and sang. I can't get no satisfaction. And at one point, he just stopped singing, and he just did the Mick Jagger he was, walk. He thought he was really good at a Mick Jagger impression. Yeah. And he well, wasn't. He must have been the chicken. CEO or something, because everybody was just laughing with him. Yeah. You know, oh. like, oh, we have to laugh. Awkwardly <laughs> laughing. I will say this, though. They... Um, I guess they don't censor the songs or so. I, I don't really? know what they what they do, but I won't mention the exact song, but there was a guy up there singing an inappropriate song with, like, I'm surprised. Inappropriate words and subject matter, but eh, no, I think the Swan Dolphin doesn't always play by Disney rules. Well, no, here's the thing. So he sang the song, he finished the entire thing, and then afterwards, the girl that was running the karaoke said, "I just want to remind you guys that this is a family place, and oh. I just oh. you got to really watch what you sing." And I don't know, it was just so, so weird. Even though it is 1:30 in the morning, yeah. So the karaoke itself probably had the bad words bleeped out. I, I would, would imagine, imagine. he was just and drunk just, or whatever, oh, and yeah. he just yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's you know this is definitely one of those places that's open till 2 a.m. So you can always depend on going to kimonos, and there's something there. Now, do they have certain karaoke nights, or is it every night? Or does it depend on the time of season? And I honestly don't know that. Okay. Because it just seems like every time I hear kimonos, we probably should have asked while no, we were there, huh? Well, we Science said karaoke nightly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's nightly. That's what I was assuming. I'm sure it starts at a certain time. Maybe yeah. 10. I don't know, but... 
I remember last year after the Food and Wine Classic, it was just a madhouse in there because <laughs> everybody was just, you know, finished their whole night from uh, They're ready the classic and everybody's just ready to do karaoke. We, uh, we, you know, we had sushi. We also had um, uh, a bottle of sake that we kind of all shared and then, you know, went in Rome, had some Japanese beer. And that was the end of our night. It ended at 2 a.m. And Oof. yeah, my night ended at like 10 p.m. <laughs> I, you know, I felt great the next day because we, we spread it out and we ate through the night. It wasn't, it wasn't rush, rush. We, we took our time exactly how we, we wanted to. We, the only time we really rushed was trying to beat the clock to get somewhere before it was last call. And yeah, uh, it's kind of amazing if you think sushi. about it, we met at six. So that was like eight hours of, oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. So there was, it was spread, out, spread yeah. out and there's lots of food involved. Oh, it was very responsible. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you were, if you were a person coming here for vacation you knew you wanted to do you wanted to bar hop one night where would you where so far where would you rank this group of bars to the other ones we've done so far i think this this one um you know i like i said i enjoyed it because there's a hotel right there like if i was at the monorail crawl uh, and staying at the contemporary it would have been different but these places really offer a lot of specialty drinks, Il Molino, and they have the food that's so great with it. Todd English is Blue Zoo, and they have the food that goes with it. And then to end the night with sushi, it's just, it's a win-win. And there's also the, the Lobby Lounge Bar at the Dolphin, which, you know, I don't know if it's more of a destination. It's more of a meeting spot before you go yeah, somewhere else, yeah. or you end, uh, you end your night there or watch a football game there. But I, I really enjoyed the Swan and Dolphin part of it. Yeah. Um, it's... It's just it's classier. I don't know. It's, and then we get to run up escalators. It is. And and I think <laughs> I think if you're going to do yacht and beach club, maybe you should also throw in a little boardwalk in there too. If I think you, wanna, you almost have to if yeah. you're just doing those two. I, I think for me, the only one that was probably better drink wise was the monorail crawl. Yeah. Just because I like the ambiance of being at the monorail resorts and right. being able to like take the monorail around rather than, I mean, walking was fine. But and the Polynesian offers a lot of specialty drinks. Exactly. Yeah. But for sure, this whole area, the whole. Um, lagoon near epcot has a really cool nightlife feeling the the atmosphere at night is really cool so any of these whether it be boardwalk or yacht and beach club and swan dolphin i think it makes for a fun night yeah uh, and you can even if even if you do go to martha's graveyard you can uh, yeah. you can have a good yeah evening. skip that one go go get one of sean's old enough to drink i just saw that <laughs> chat room. Sean 21 yes i'm 26 <laughs> You know, the, uh, downtown Disney, they, they had a few places that offered specialty drinks. Raglan Road and right. uh, Paradiso. I'd like to do it again. We have do, to do it again because uh, I missed that And do Splitsville. Yeah. Yes. And the next one we do, it's going to be the actual drink around the world. We're going to start at Mexico and work our way around. It's going to be a full day. It's going to be a full we day. We are going to start at 9 in the morning yeah. and end on an extra magic hour at 3 o'clock in the morning. We're going to start at 9 in the future world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am going to the electric umbrella and Coors Light. Yeah, so that's the next one we're going to do. And I think that pretty much is going to sum up all of the like sort of places where you can sort of bar hop around Walt Disney property. Yeah. Um, you know, you can divide these up if you want. You can do Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach, and just do Swan Dolphin all by itself. Yeah. These are the, these are the main large hub areas. Yeah. Like, we can't do one on Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, because you have no. to drive somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but we have to do something, though. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Because yeah. I love that bar there, Victoria yeah. Falls. Oh, yeah. And walk up to Kidani. <laughs> It'd be like amazing race. You tell the taxi just to wait for you. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I don't know how to drive stick. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah, it's a tough job, but you know, 
we're taking one for the team here. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Corey, and thanks everybody else for uh, sharing that with us, listening to us. Uh, I think we had a, a great time doing the uh, drinks around the world and talking about that. That was a fun little memory for most of us. Um, <laughs> so again, I just want to say uh, thanks for sticking around and thanks for watching. We will see you next week with the next episode of the Diz Unplugged. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>